ഹമ്മദുല്ലാഹിമ ورمضان الى رمضان مكفرات لما بينهم اذا اجتنبت الكبائر كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام تعالى حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم نصلي سيدنا الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم my most respected elders and our dear brothers young friends we find ourselves on the threshold on a, of another momentous month a beautiful month of uh, great benefit reward barakat khair muhabbat and everything that a believer desires the month of ramadan al mubarak allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cause all of us to reach al ramadan allahumma balighna ramadan and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this the best ramadan of our life and this should be our niyat and our intention and our desire that oh allah we have blessed us with this opportunity many of our family our friends have had the desire to reach this month but in the past months and years allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken them away to his a uh, paradise and allah is taking care of them may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevate their darajat many of our friends and musallis from this musalla from this masjid have left the world may allah tabaraka wa ta'ala include them in his rahmah and his mercy may allah tabaraka elevate their darajat but those who are living like here allah give us life and those who are here who are present we have the opportunity and we should now uh, consider that what uh, what is required what do what allah taala desires from us and what do we desire from allah subhanahu wa taala 
it is said that if the dead, the people who have left this world, have to be given a choice and an option, then what is it from the world that you desire? If you are given one wish, you are given one option, that something from this dunya and this world that you want, then what will that be? It is mentioned that they will say that we want one night of Ramadan. Imagine the people in the Akhirah who the veil and the curtain has been removed from them. They know the true value. We also know the value because the Prophet has taught us in the Hadith Sharif. He has told us what the value of one night of Ramadan, one day of Ramadan, one fast of Ramadan. But perhaps due to our own lack of conviction at times, we do not fully appreciate that. But the person who has left this world, and the person for whom sin has been removed, that person now has got Ainul That person has got full Yaqeen. And that Yaqeen is beyond doubt. And that Yaqeen, even a disbeliever in Al-Akhirah, when he will see the reality of Al-Akhirah, he will say, Lawla sartani ila ajalil qareeb. He'll say, oh Allah, send me back for one moment in this dunya. I only want one moment. I only want one second. And that one second, that one moment, I'll come back. And I will read the kalima, La ilaha illallah. And I will take the name of Allah. And then, oh Allah, you can take me away again. Because then I know I will be successful in the Akhirah. So this is our great fortune, my respected friends. That Allah Ta'ala has blessed us immense. Allah has given us opportunity. Allah has given us life. Allah has given us tawfiq. And let us be appreciative. Let us be focused. Let us be faithful. Let us not take the opportunity for granted. Okay, we'll see when Ramadan will come, what happens, when the moon will be sighted, then I'll start seeing what we can need to do and how we're going to do things, etc. No. <clears throat> Advanced preparation and consciousness and it's the zar of the mind, presence of the mind, that something great is happening. Some breaking event is going to take place now. The month of the arrival of the month of Ramadan is one of the greatest events in this world, in this universe. It is a breaking event. If we look at the atmosphere in the month of Ramadan, we find that a great atmospheric change takes place. Today these terms are common. They speak about uh, climate change and economic change and all these different changes that are taking place in the world. Everything is moving in a different direction. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan makes an atmospheric change. So we have a spiritual existence and we have a physical existence. And like that we have spiritual nourishment and we have physical nourishment. And like that there is a physical environment and an atmosphere. To test the atmospheric pressure, to test the climate, the humidity, and the whole weather report that we get. That is the physical atmosphere. That's the physical climate. And then there is a spiritual climate that exists. And that is the climate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to utilize in the month of Ramadan. What happens in the month of Ramadan, we see major changes, changes taking place. We perhaps cannot see it with our eyes, but we believe it with our heart. Because Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has given us the guidance that firstly when the month of Ramadan, and that is why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gave a lengthy khutbah at the end of the month of Sha'ban. The last day of Sha'ban, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa addressed the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. And he explained the atmospheric changes that are going to take place now in the month of Ramadan is going to come. The first change that takes place is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the doors of Jannah. Firstly, in other hadith it comes that the Jannah is being adorned for the month of Ramadan. Jannah that is such a beautiful place that does not require adornment. Allah adorns it for the month of Ramadan. Right. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan says doors are open. The doors of Jannah are wide open. 
for anyone who wants to seek Jannah and enter Jannah and desire Jannah and uh, ask Allah Ta'ala for Jannah. Therefore, one of the wird and one of the supplications, the standing supplication of Ramadan is what? Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-jannah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-jannah al-firdaw. This is the thing that we could be saying the whole Ramadan. Wa na'udhu bika min al-nar and save us from the fire. And that is the second atmospheric change that takes place. That the heat of the fire is now cooled. Allah closes the doors of hell. The breeze of Jannah is now blowing and the heat of the fire of Jahannam is culled by the closing of the doors of Jahannam. Subhanallah. So we can imagine what a big change that takes place. Those doors of, Jann- uh, of, of, Jah- of Jahannam which are open for the sinners and uh, which are open all the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now closes those doors. Another major change that takes place and that is the uh, person or the being or the one who is always on our back, right, trying to move us away from good deeds and deter us and making waswas, making was we sufi sudurin nas, al khannat, that shaitan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now removes him from the equation. Now this is a very big change that takes place because everything is now facilitated for you. It becomes easy for a person to perform salah. It becomes easy for a person to make tawbah. It becomes easy for a person to come to the masjid. And it becomes easy for a person to perform tarawih salah. Because shaitan is not pulling him away. Shaitan is not taking him away from the place of mercy and for forgiveness. And then various other ahadith explain how the atmospheric change of the month of Ramadan takes place. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala facilitates the recitation of the Quran al-Kareem in every masjid, in every musalla, in every corner of the world. The Quran al-Kareem is being recited. The Quran al-Kareem is being completed. Khatams upon khatams upon khatam is taking place of the Quran al-Kareem. This itself electrifies the atmosphere. That in the whole year perhaps Quran al-Kareem is being recited. Yes, definitely. But the amount of Quran al-Kareem that is read in the month of Ramadan is perhaps not recited in the rest of the year. The amount of Quran Sharif that is recited collectively in the month of Ramadan is not recited throughout the re- remainder 11 months of the year. So we can imagine what a strong charge, what a heavy voltage of atmosphere of, of, of electricity is being generated, spiritual electricity, spiritual light is being generated through the recitation of the Quran And then, of course, the, the breath of a fasting person. The breath of a fasting person is more dear to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the smell of musk. And my dear friends, like that, we have to continue with the fadail of Ramadan. Every virtue of Ramadan is contributing to this atmospheric change. Now, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to us that the only person who will now be deprived, the only person who will now be deprived, because it is raining, it is pouring, it is, the light is shining, everything is glowing. Now, only the person who decides by himself to exclude himself from this atmosphere will be excluded. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from the excluded. May Allah Ta'ala make no one from the excluded. It is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that there is no greater loss. A person can no greater deprivation, no greater deprivation than the person who deprives himself of forgiveness and tawbah and blessings in the month of Ramadan. Because it is an indication that a person in such a spiritually hard environment and atmosphere, if he cannot at that point or in that time gain the mercy of Allah, gain the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala, then in which part of the year and at which time of his life is he going to do that? So we ask Allah Rabbul Alameen, my dear friend, for, to connect us with this power. 
to connect us with this environment, to connect us with this atmosphere. It is all going to be happening. It is just that we need to include ourselves and be, pres be present with our minds, be present with our hearts, be present with our body, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. In every sense, we must be prepared and present for the month of Ramadan and Mubarak. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala us into the rest the register of those who are present. And I personally ask all of this happening for why is such a big change taking place? Why is there so much of, why is there so much of, uh, uh, talk about this? What is the reason? What is the need? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us everything else out of the month of Ramadan. We can pass out of Ramadan. We can read Quran out of Ramadan. We can perform nafil salah out of Ramadan. We can do all of these actions out of Ramadan. So why is it that the month of Ramadan is being stressed and emphasized and spoken about so much? It is because it is the month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants the person a new beginning. Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadbi rahimahullah, the thinker of the Ummah, he described the month of Ramadan as a new beginning for a believer. A fresh start, a new phase, a new lead. And this is what we all desire. We have everything of the past that we know about ourselves. And now we have Allah giving us an opportunity that restart, press the restart button. And that is what we all want, that all those sins, those wrongs, those bad habits, those things that we have done and we regret, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to remove that, to, to remove it for us. And Allah Rabbul Alameen wants to give us a fresh start. And isn't that a great bad hiding in itself? That if Allah starts us on a new slate, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says everything of the past is forgotten and forgiven, and now you have an opportunity to start a new life, then that is something that each and every one of us will be greatly appreciative of. So this new beginning, my dear friend, this new beginning and this new opportunity giving us is a great ni'mat and a favor from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ummah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if we look in the Ramadan of the past and in history, that so much of emphasis used to be placed on the month of Ramadan that people used to minimize their activities and their work. Of course, Islam is a very balanced, right? One of the hallmarks of the deen of Islam is ad-deenul wasatiyyah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept Islam as a religion of moderation and balance. Anything that you do in an extreme way, you will not be able to sustain. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith sharif, ad-deenu yusroon. Deen is easy. Allah's deen is easy to practice. Anybody who wants to take extreme positions in deen, then that position will overcome him. He will not be able to sustain difficulty. So there is an incident that is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif where a particular Sahabi came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, I want to fast all the time and I want, do not want to uh, be uh, I, I, I want to I want to be in perpetual state of fasting. Nabi Sallallahu told him, no. I fast and I break my fast. I fast and I make iftar. And I enjoy the ni'mat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Teaching him balance and moderation. That Islam does not say you must remain hungry and don't eat and enjoy the ni'mat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Another person came to Rasul Sallallahu and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I want to be a person who does not have anything to do with women. I do not want to get married. I Nabi Sallallahu told him, no, not in Islam. Islam, we marry. You are permitted to have a wife. It is permissible, it is halal, it is commended, it is rewarding. So I also marry. And like that, various other questions were posed to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where the people wanted to take a certain position. One, one person wanted to perform salah the entire night, and he wanted to fast the whole day. 
Nabi Karim Sallallahu advised him to fulfill the rights of his family, fulfill the rights of his wife, to fulfill the rights of everyone. So we are saying that the deen is a deen of, of moderation and wasatiyah. And therefore, even if we are in job, we are in work, we are in profession, it does not mean that we have to leave our job for the month of Ramadan. That those who have the luxury, they are self-employed, or people who are in a position that can take time, additional time of the day, they do not need to work, then by all means, they should uh, minimize the time of work and maximize the time of ibadah, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Quran tilaw. That would be preferred. But for those who are working normal hours, etc., then we continue with our work. But again, as we're saying, atmospheric change. There must be a change of mind. There must be a change of focus. There must be a change of direction. And we must understand and be present that this is the month of Ramadan al So all of this is happening for one major objective. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that very time. No one in his right mind has uh, stand for 20 rakat, an entire hour, two hours of nafil salat on a normal day. No one really does it. No one is able to do it out of the month of Ramadan. But all of these things happen in the month of Ramadan because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that opportunity and that atmosphere for us. So Allah Ta'ala says, Agar tu mera, agar koi mujhse pooche, te kya mangata? This is said in Urdu and Aisli, I'll translate it obviously. What are you doing all of this for? What has this entire change taken place in your day and in your routine? And today we find the non-Muslim, they are amazed, they are, their minds are boggled. We work, people work in companies and the people ask them, that are you fasting the whole day, not a sip of water? When last did you eat and when are you going to eat? So they cannot begin, they, they, they can't digest it or they can't comprehend it because it is absolutely amazing. And now if we look at it uh, from the scientific point of view, they talk about intermittent fasting and there are those people who are fasting in solidarity with those who are fasting. They say, no, we just want to get that feeling. We just want to understand. On a lighter note, somebody was telling me that the president of the country, our Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa, people have got different names for him nowadays, but anyway, he is the president, we call him Mr. President. His brother is a Muslim. And mentioned to a few ulama that he has fasted in the month of Ramadan to, under, to get the feeling of what he And there are many people like that. So this fasting is a dawah. Our behavior is a dawah. The way we conduct ourselves in the month of Ramadan is a dawah. Our charity is a dawah. All of these things have multiple benefits. They have far-reaching effects. So therefore, the month of Ramadan is not just about individual ibadah also. But it is about how the deen of Islam is beautified and it is presented to people out there who are seen Muslims. So therefore our behavior has to be exemplary. When we are coming for salah, when we are parking, when we are in the masjid, a consideration for other people. This is one other very important aspect of the month of Ramadan. And that is the aspect of taqliya and taqliya. There are so many points that we can cover. <clears throat> but basically it is all the ibadat and everything that we are doing is for one higher objective. And that is for the cleanliness and the reformation and the purification of a person's soul. So we, through fasting and through the different ibadat, we are making takhliya. Uh, fasting serves the purpose of purification. The, the month of Ramadan, if you look at the word Ramadan in Arabic, Ramadan means to scorch and to burn out something. So if the sun bakes upon a particular part of the ground, then that part of the ground becomes clean, becomes hard. Even if there's impurity there, it will actually uh, extract all the impurity from the ground. The heat of the sun will bake the ground. So in that way, the fast of a believer bakes the heart. It scorches the heart of all impurities. 
It removes all the maladies. It removes all the bad behavior, the bad character, the ill, uh, ill feelings that people have, etc. And it is now facilitated into a purification. So that is takhliya. The heart is being emptied of everything that is evil and wrong and harmful. And idea is a beautification. Person reads Quran Sharif, beautifies and adorns the heart. Standing in Tarawih and listening to the Quran Sharif is tahliya, the adornment of the heart, beautification of the heart. The heart is being illuminated. So this is what the month of Ramadan represents. The process of cleansing, the process of adornment, the process of perfuming, the process of upliftment and empowerment and enrichment of the spirituality of a mu'min and a believer. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that through the atmospheric change of climate. Uh, by spiritualizing the environment as we had explained at the beginning, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has facilitated this atmospheric change, this spiritual atmospheric change. So may Allah wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, my dear friend, to spend the Ramadan in the best possible way with our all the stability that we involved in, especially social media. This is the pillar of our time. It is eating away at our life and the greatest regret a person will have in Al-Akhirah is the time that he wasted. In fact, it is mentioned in one Hadith Sharif that the Jannah, a person who has entered into paradise, will not regret anything because it will be qil and salam and salama. A person will be happy in peace. He'll be in the best of joy. Ideal happiness. May Allah Ta'ala grant us all Jannah. But the one regret he will have in Jannah will be the moments that he spent heedless of Allah's given. The moments that he spent in futility, frivolity, wasting our time. And that is an assessment that we all need to make that how much of time do we waste in our day and our night? media needs to be regulated very, very stringently in this month because it is the biggest waste of our time. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from the harm of this. And in conclusion, we know that around the world, conditions are difficult everywhere. We know what happened in Turkey recently. We can see what's happening in Malawi, in North Africa, East, West, Islamophobia. If all minorities have their challenges. And this is very important for us, my dear friends, that we in South Africa particularly, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with easy. Allah has blessed us with a lot of favors where we don't have issues. At present, we don't have too many major issues. We are able to do things very, very easily as far as our deen is concerned. But we must not remain in an illusion or in a deception that this will remain like this. Things will just carry on. No, we'll always be in this good space. No, things are changing very fast in different parts of the world. And there are lots of forces that are out there to try to take away these rights, to usurp these rights, to change the climate. Because they do not want to see the growth of Islam. They do not want to see the easiness of the Muslims. And this has been always there from the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So we need to behave responsibly. We need to behave responsibly. Of course, there is no compromise in our deen. Our faith is always going to be there. We will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will always face the Qibla. We will always follow the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa But we should not become dogmatic about things. We should not become extremists about things. And take positions and do things and make statements. Right? That will jeopardize the larger Muslim Ummah in the community. Because unfortunately we find, and it's regrettable that we have to say this, that it is happening in our community. There's so much that is said on social media, there's so much that was said in social media in the past, and this is not, uh, this is not out of the view of the intelligence, it's not out of the view of the government. They know very well what is happening and who is saying what. And it could put us into jeopardy. So in the month of Ramadan, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve our blessings, to preserve our places of worship, to preserve the Muslim ummah, to preserve the businesses, the, the wealth Muslims. The, the event that is coming up on Monday, right, about the shutdown and protest and 
whatever is when, uh, uh, whatever is being planned, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from all. And it is very important that we obviously do both. We do both in the sense that we make rujoo to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make abundant repentance, istighfar, toba, sadaqah, charity, get our full our family 